Google is the search engine, the river, that you're fishing in. Google Chrome is Google's browser, the device that sits on your computer and allows you to access the river. You may use other browsers such as Firefox, Internet Explorer or Safari. We'll focus on Chrome because it's popular, it comes from Google, and that Chrome logo has three coloured symbols that spin just like a fishing reel. That logo that represents Google Chrome, it's handy for our next analogy, which is catch, kiss and caviar. Picture it, a circle with a big blue dot in the centre like a donut hole, and around it the circle is divided into three sections, green, yellow and red. So firstly, imagine that that blue centre of the logo is your website, your fish tank. It's important to have your website at the centre of all your activity. Some fishermen consider other tools like Facebook at the centre, and that can be very effective, but it's not your own. Facebook can change their rules at any time. So what do they say about building on rented land? Your website is your own real estate that you fully control. And once the fish bites, you can lead them into your tank, your website, and nurture them from a catch into a client. By all means, look at Facebook as another river in which to catch fish, but still lead them from there back to your own tank, your website. For the three colours of green, yellow and red spinning around the middle of that Chrome logo, we'll call these catch, kiss and caviar. All three work to progressively draw in salmon to the heart of your business. So first, attract your catch. The initial attract phase is when you land a fish from the river and draw it into your tank. There's countless ways to make your business visible to new prospective clients, including even classic methods like radio ads and billboards and leaflets. They are all techniques of the attract phase. We know that on the banks of the river Google, through spearfishing and net weaving, we can catch fish. However, those fish have all the freedom. When a fish is attracted and swims into your tank, it now knows that you exist, but it's free to swim away at any time. So will each fish stay? That depends on the kiss. So convert with kisses. You need to know how to kiss a fish to make a great first impression and establish a connection. This is your first point of contact and it's estimated that if you don't kiss well in four to seven seconds, your fish will swim back to the river. So what am I talking about? In Australia, there was a popular TV show by Rex Hunt where Rex would land a fish and his signature move was to give it a kiss before releasing it back to the water. If you don't know how to kiss, meaning that your website is not fast, responsive, attractive, with the right content, and easy to read and, and relevant to your salmon's needs, your time and money spent attracting that fish will be wasted. Bad kisses have poorly constructed, slow, irrelevant, difficult to navigate, and unattractive websites. Mediocre kisses have a website that looks the part, but if you swap the logo with a dozen other competitors, you couldn't tell them apart. Your website needs to differentiate you in the eyes of your ideal client. So a good measure of your fish kissing abilities is your website bounce rate. It measures the percentage of fish who simply turn around and swim back to the river because it wasn't what they were looking for. If you kiss well, the fish will stay in your tank, engaging with the content you've provided for them and swimming in further with interest. Remember that amazing fish tank in my dentist's waiting room? If I were a fish, that's a tank I'd want to be in. Does this mean I should add the bubbling diver and sunken wreck to my tank? Well, no, not unless I'm the salmon that I'm trying to catch, which I'm not. So step outside of yourself to do this well. If you're really stuck for ideas, go back to chapter two and speak with the salmon who chose you. A good tank, that's your website, will have what your salmon wants in it, attracting and, um, and delivering what they want in tools and video and content so they stay and come back. So remember to decorate the website with content that your clients will like. Don't leave it to go stagnant for algae to build up either. Don't set and forget. 
If you have a few ideas and aren't sure which will work best, your tank can have multiple entry points with slightly different content. So use both, alternating between the two to see which is best. This is called AB or uh, split testing. So with spear fishing, you can control it and measure it. It doesn't mean having two websites, it just means you can present two different landing pages and see which is the best kisser. So there's a range of tools for this. You can test one variation at a time, make incremental improvements, keep the more effective one each time, and then improve on it with another alternative. This is the domain of the professional fisherman, and it's a skill uh, that you can build up in advanced fishing. If you want to dive deeper on split testing right now, check out Google Optimize. That's a free tool as part of the Google marketing platform. Now there's a definite cycle to fishing, and by constantly measuring and learning, you can watch what happens. It's vital to be always listening to your customers, trying various bait, fishing at different times of the day, and updating your tank and measuring the differences. Fishing in the Google is not a one-time annual exercise like the days of the printed yellow pages phone book. The salmon are changing with the seasons. So a good fisherman also knows you don't lay out your net and leave it, never once checking your bait. You tweak it and update, refresh and review. A good fisherman will monitor their catch, counting the kisses and improve a little every day. Without the insight as to what's working, you can't manage what you can't measure. So the important gear for this is in chapter 10. That first kiss is what nurtures the fish and leads them to coming back. Nurturing is delivering value for your clients in a series of kisses that continually signals back to you whether they're a, uh, a salmon. So one that has come back and visited a certain page or watched one of those videos can indicate to you what they like and establish some level of trust. So your fish might swim away, but you can tag them in order to more easily bring them back. A true conversion is when they leave their email address in exchange of something of value or fill out a, a uh, inquiry form. In that case, you're no longer relying on phishing for them because you have a true two-way connection and you have permission to communicate as long as you don't abuse it. So now that you know who they are, the marketing aspects blend towards sales qualification. If your business has separate marketing and sales functions, this is usually the pressure point between the two. You don't just pass any fish across. Marketing are responsible for ensuring that the quality of leads is going across to sort the salmon from the rest of the fish so that the sales team can follow up those which um, marketing believes are truly salmon and would warrant a call from the sales team. Only those are allowed into the next tank, the salmon tank. These are the ones that are marketing qualified leads for the sales team. There are two common ways to sort the salmon from the other fish. Lead scoring. Check each fish against the salmon chart, scoring their characteristics from knowing your salmon well from chapter two. If a fish has enough points that indicate it's probably a salmon, that might be sufficient. You can open the hatch for them to swim into the next tank. It takes time and tuning to get that balance right. Or secondly, a tripwire. That's a quick test to present a lower cost but compelling value offer to all the fish who have swum this far in return for a commitment, normally a small fee. True salmon will typically respond to this and will jump straight up into the next tank, the salmon tank. If they are salmon and your kisses have established value and trust, a good percentage of these will choose to give up caviar in exchange for the value you're providing them. Caviar is a moment of placing an order or payment, the point where your salmon becomes your valued customer, because caviar is the cash. Return on investment is always important. If you are spending money on bait and gear, catching fish, and sometimes converting to salmon, sometimes not, are you getting a good return? How much should you spend to catch each fish, and how much to keep them? 
Ideally, you work out the value of each of these conversions and measure your results based on how many fish you are catching and kissing and the cost to do so in order to get a conversion to revenue. A simple method is to count how many fish you must catch to end up with a single customer, that is a sale. For example, if a sale represents $100 net profit, excluding your marketing costs, and you need to catch 20 fish to get one sale, this means that each fish is worth $5, or 1 20th of $100. Therefore, you would aim to spend no more than $5 to catch each fish. Many businesses benefit from repeat orders, so the true lifetime value of a customer could be many times the first $100 sale. If each salmon normally comes back for a total of five times, the lifetime value is more like $500. This would mean that each of the 20 fish initially caught is worth closer to $25, so you could justify spending more than $5 in fishing costs to catch each one. When you take into account there are costs to nurture your catch to a lead and again to a prospect, it helps establish a cap on the cost that you can justify to catch and kiss. How much you're prepared to spend in total will all depend on the lifetime value of your catch, the total caviar they produce and the other salmon they help to attract to you through positive word of mouth. So check what the other fishermen are doing, the bait they're using, how are they decorating their fish tanks, their websites, as well as checking what the salmon like and don't like. Taking another look at that chrome logo, note that it spins in an anti-clockwise direction. Use this to remember to be prepared to change direction if need be. If you're not sure what will work, have two tank entrances, these are landing pages, and A-B test them over time. You'd be surprised at what converts best. It's often not at all what you expect. So a good fisherman doesn't trust just gut feel. A good fisherman tries new things, testing what works and improves over time. An experienced fisherman will tell you to beware the hippo. The hippo is the highest paid person's opinion. Imagine you're in a planning meeting having an open discussion with lots of supporting facts and data uncovering what is most appealing to the salmon. And the numbers prove that a particular advertisement performs best. A decision point is made based on the facts when the hippo joins in and says, I like the purple banner. If it were me, that's what I would prefer. Yes, that one. I don't like the green. The purple looks better. So the room falls silent and the decision of the hippo is the one taken. A decision was made based on what the hippo likes, not on what the salmon like. And strangely, if this decision doesn't deliver results, it won't be the hippo's fault. I've sat in many of those meetings. Use your tools to tell you what's really going on. If you're not sure, test, test, and test. There's an investment of your time needed to learn how to become a master fisherman. If you want to eat today and you don't have the time to learn, hire a professional to do it for you. If you employ a professional fisherman and they go off fishing for you without really understanding the nature of what you want to catch, don't expect them to catch a lot of salmon among the fish they haul in. Be clear on what you want them to catch for you. Share your client avatar from that chapter on knowing your salmon. A good professional fisherman will find out all there is to know about the type of fish that you want, the bait that they like and where to find them. So what bait do salmon like best? How do you choose the right bait?